Episode 6. The Second Language. Hi friends. Chimpanzees are deeply adept at the second language. Here's what you find when you Google, why do primates groom each other? Chimpanzees use grooming to reassure each other. Grooming is used to relax tension from threats and aggression, and may be used as a way to make up after a conflict and strengthen the relationships of the future. There is a beautiful moment that occurred deep into a ceremony. The highs of the ceremony have been reached, the visions have been cast, the tears have been cried, the laughter has subsided. A quiet, present energy falls over everyone as they lie in the dark, in a totally relaxed tangle of bodies. Limbs are draped all over each other, people hold each other, the socialized boundaries of the body are relaxed into a more animal way. I call this moment the lion pride, named after the way lions sleep on each other after a night of hunting. Nothing is happening in that moment to the untrained eye. People are lying very still. But in, in fact, something very important is happening. Everyone is learning the second language. There is a wonderful native myth about La Mariposa, the butterfly woman. The butterfly woman is a medicine woman, and one of her great gifts is that she can unselfconsciously touch everyone. That is her medicine, unselfconscious touch. The second language of the village is the language of the body. The second language occurs as the group lets go of the socialized patterns of the society. All of the rigid polarities of men and women, attraction, professionalism, ageism, give way to a more human and simultaneously natural way of being. A way in which we lived for thousands of years as extended clan groups, as the human primate. In ceremonial spaces, if the space is well held by elders, sitters, and people who understand ceremony, there is an innate sense of safety in the physicality. People in the ceremony who know the second language well will teach it. They'll redirect and transform anything inappropriate or misguided while they help people ask for what they need and at the same time set clear boundaries. People are learning to be together again in a more naturally primate-like way in ceremonial spaces. In groups of people that have ceremonied together for a long time, there is a deep affection and a lot of totally non-sexual physical contact. The feeling in a group that's been together for a long time is the opposite of the feeling of innate awkwardness that you find at, say, for example, the first day of a business conference. Learning the second language through ceremony expands our circle of affection and support. It allows for a flow of masculine and feminine energy. When people touch each other, energy moves. And you have to ask yourself, when did places for physical contact become so tightly constrained in our society? In certain instances, when it comes to acts of healing, words can in fact be a limitation. Recently, an 80-year-old woman came to a ceremony I was sitting for. She lived alone, and so in the context of modern life, it had been years since she had been touched. In the ceremonial context, however, people would come and sit next to her, hold her hand and hug her. They were drawn to her elder energy. She had soft hands, and when she touched you, a cool current of healing energy would flow off of her. 
The healing that she both received and gave that night was way deeper than anything that could be spoken. It was more of a transmission of codes from nervous system to nervous system. All night she sat quietly in the second language, in a conversation much deeper than words. On another occasion I worked with a woman who, although she had done years of talk therapy, could not cry. In the ceremony, a man the same age as the brother she had lost came over to her, sensing the blockage in her, and asked if he could hug her. Hesitantly at first she said yes. He held her for a long moment, and then he held her some more. And quite suddenly she broke. She sobbed and sobbed, moving years of block grief. Part of letting go was that she needed something to let go into, and that's what she found in that moment. A container that could physically, literally hold her, that she could release the grief into. The second language in that moment was conveyed in the body, and she could feel it at a level deeper than her rational processing of her grief and trauma. Here is what I am saying. The more socialized a space is, the less touch there will be. The more natural a space is, the more touch there will be. The world village seems to be a movement towards a more natural way of being. A remembering that we are people, that we are natural beings that naturally need touch. The language of touch is a healing language. It's a critical component of village making. And I understand the scope of inbuilt taboos in what I'm saying. We live in a time of so many revolutions, awakenings and liberations and polarities. We're a society holding so many collective shames and traumas and suppressions. Which is why I offer this as a point of discussion to the people of the village. Certainly the second language is a learnt language. And we live in a world where there are so few people who know how to teach it. So we will have to teach ourselves again. You might ask yourself, what do we do with that? Well, here is what I would offer as a place to start. Begin with a discussion about the second language with your close friends and community. Agree to learn together. Remember, awareness is always a beginning to transformation. One way to start is to become very focused on being as physically comfortable as you can be in every moment. Ask yourself, what would feel the best physically in this moment? Check in with yourself and ask specifically for what you need if you want more physical contact. For example, would you hold my hand? As you learn together, use I need space when you do. Simple boundaries are helpful. Use sacred plants as they certainly teach naturalness. Listen, feel and ask. Take nothing personally. Lighten it all up. Learn the second language. This is Road Dog from Austin, Texas. Find the others.